as they come around the turn. There's been nowhere to hide. No surrender lightsaber joined by Buffalo River. Three wide visionary and Uncle Bryn who's looping them and takes the lead early in the straight at the 150. Uncle Bryn goes for home. Three lengths in front. Ironclad visionary call sign Mav. But it's all Uncle Bryn. Another cup on the mantelpiece for Mark Zara. Uncle Bryn won it well from Colsign Mav. Visionary third from Ironclad. Then Flasher Buffalo River. Next to finish in the race was no effort in company with Lightsaber, no surrender. And then our playboy and Buckhurst last in a very solidly run Ladbrokes Cranbourne Cup. Matt Hill was certainly right, solidly run indeed. They, they hiked along from the get-go, so much so that Uncle Bryn broke the track record, 135.34. The, the record was held by a horse called Youthful. It stood for 18 years, so it's a rigid edge record and beaten by Uncle Bryn. Trent Buston and Natalie Young had a great day at Cranman yesterday and Trent's joining us this morning. Trent, congratulations. Terrific day yesterday. Thank you very much, Mike. Much appreciated. This horse, Uncle Bryn... Um, He's developing well. You only gave him a light autumn campaign, but this campaign has been really profitable for you, winning yesterday, half-million-dollar race, won the Sale Cup, uh, Group 3 placed in, in the naturalism. You must be really happy w- with where he's come along th- this time. Yeah, he's uh, obviously a horse that we've had a fair bit of time for, and he's um, looked good, so we sort of... he's, uh, he's As you say, he's had a very good spring. When you look back through his uh, sort of spring campaign, is it the natural? Look, I know he's won a few races. He, he won terrifically well yesterday, but the naturalism run behind um, Smoke and Robins kind of stands out on stalks now with Smoke and Robins winning winning the Turnbull. That's that's good form, isn't it? And Gold Trip was third as well. Yeah, and sort of we were at that stage we were aiming up at a Caulfield Cup um, program and and hoping to win the naturalism to get into the race. And then when he he obviously got beat, we sort of um, had a look at things and he wasn't going to be a realistic chance of getting in the cup and we thought maybe, you know, he might be better at this stage, kept to a mile. Um, so sort of went back down that way and headed out towards sale. What about yesterday, um, we, we mentioned the track record, but that's, you know, even adds further merit to the performance, but it was a very strong speed. But I tell you what, I've never seen a horse going so easily or like a winner coming to the turn if you were on him, and I was, you were very happy because he was just cantering coming to the turn, wasn't he? Yeah, we sort of... It looked like it was going to be a hot speed race, but sometimes they don't pan out as they look. But yesterday it did, obviously, and he sort of... He just got the gun run, and that's that's obviously where he's best. He, he can quicken up off a hot speed. Um, yeah, and I, I was the same watching it. It was pretty painless, but, yeah, you don't want to go early but yeah he, he looked to have him covered on the on the turn and and uh certainly did was it always in the blueprint trent to send him to sydney for that rich race the five diamonds down there and then bring him back and, and back him up a week later or not you there brother oh sorry ben just <laughs> cut out there <laughs> no you're right um, i was just yeah just i was just saying was it always in the blueprint to, to send him to sydney for that uh, five diamonds a rich race down there and then back him up in the crown cup a week later not so much the backup. Um, sort of once we changed away from a Caulfield Cup, we uh, identified that race as you know two million dollars for restricted is hard to um, hard to ignore. But obviously they they still get good horses. Ellsberg he's a proper Group One horse and, and won the race accordingly. But um, then he was coming back and we just thought on the home track we'll throw in a nom and see how he does in the week. And he um, had a good week at the beach without doing anything. And uh, so we, we had a crack. 
Trent, do you pull up stumps after yesterday or do you look to a race like, say, the Eclipse in a fortnight at Caulfield? Uh, no, I've still got to talk to the owners and, and Natalie and work it out, but more than likely we'll, we'll go to Paddock. Potentially, we're just having a look at things now, maybe um, the race in person in three weeks, 1,800-metre race. Um, but sort of we're, we're just nutting things out now. What about this Braden Star? Talk about an exciting horse, an import, first up in Australia. Uh, just goes bang. And, and, you know, a few overseas judges told me that if this horse turned up half fit, he'd be winning yesterday. I don't know how fit he was, but, gee whiz, he looks exciting, eh? Yeah, he's uh, obviously come over with the good form lines and exactly that. If, if he was holding those form lines, he was probably always going to win. Uh, but it's never that easy for sure. But we were certainly um, happy with him going into the race and what we'd seen of him at the jump outs. Um, but luckily he turned up on the day. What's his sort of profile, Trent? Like, I mean, you know, what sort of horse is he going to be in Australian conditions? Is he going to be a miler, you know, a sprinter? Can you stretch him out? What's he going to be, do you think? No, he'll definitely be a 2,000-metre-plus horse. Um, okay. He doesn't have a electric turn of foot, sort of. He just builds through his gears, and, and Ollie rode him accordingly, sort of made sure he was winding into it at the right time. But um, no, I'd say we'll see the best of him once he gets out over a trip. And what's the immediate plan for him after yesterday? Um, we'll look to give him one more run um, and then tip him out for a break and bring him back for the autumn. But he was only rated 67 going into that race yesterday. So, you know, he's only a one-win horse. Um, so there's plenty of uh, races to build through the grades and try and pick up as much prize money as possible. And the horse will tell us how high he goes. And you, you win earlier, um, Trent. You had three in the, the Cranbourne Classic, the, the the roughest of them, the $21 chance Sarangoon one. Was that a surprise to you or not? Oh, you're not going in there, son. A 20 to one shot's going to win, but we we thought he'd run well. We sort of he'd only had the three starts, and his previous start he he didn't cop the wet track of the of the uh, I think it was Melbourne Cup day. So back on top of the ground, we we thought he'd run well, but um, like it, it wasn't the strongest of races to be honest for for 175 thousand. And credit to the club, you know, for putting on fantastic stake money like that. So uh, we sort of through three in there, and lucky enough, they picked up a bit of prize money for their connections. And last one, thanks for your time. Your lovely partner, Natalie Young, just give us a bit of an update. Obviously, she, she had a bit of a, well, not a bit of a, a significant health scare, you know, six months or so ago. Um, you know, breast cancer, obviously. How's the, you know, she's, you know, how's she? Is she, she going well? She's good. She was uh, obviously pretty excited yesterday, as, as she should be. Um, <laughs> But uh, all the she's been through the chemo and the radiation, so all, all the treatments finished and all the scans were clear. So um, very fortunate, and we'll just uh, move on now. That's great to hear. And I've got one more. Uh, Sierra Sue. She didn't race in the spring. Has she been retired, or is she just spelling? Uh, she had a date with I'm Invincible, so uh, hopefully she's in full, but she certainly won't be back. Excellent news. Good on you, Trent. Congratulations. Great day to you and that yesterday. Cheers, guys. Thanks very much.